This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good afternoon. This is Live and Learn on The Bigger Picture. I'm Julia Jacobs. Cultural organisation Pusaka will be presenting a performance of Mind Putri of Kelantan in Paris come next week uh, on the 7th of June, to be precise. So this performance will feature three renowned Tok Putris performing alongside an ensemble of extraordinary young Kelantanese musicians. So this is wonderful news, of course, you know, a local performance going to the global stage. Not the first time, but it is nonetheless wonderful news. I'm going to find out more about it from Pauline Fan, the creative director of Pusaka. Welcome, Pauline. How are you today? I'm well. I'm actually in Kelantan preparing for this performance as we speak. Wonderful. And, you know, congratulations. This is such wonderful news. You know, I mean, taking my poetry of Kelantan all the way to this festival, which I can't pronounce. Uh, <laughs> in Festival de la Maisonneur. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, happening uh, just next week, right? On the 7th of June. Yes, yes in just in a few few days, in fact, yes. Okay. I mean, this is wonderful. I mean, talk to me about how this partnership came about. How did this even, yeah, how did this come about? So actually, um, we have been we've been to this festival before, and it's uh, it's a wonderful festival that is organised by the Maison des Cultures du Monde, which is the House of World Cultures, if you translate that into English. Mm-hmm. And the this uh, this institute, it's a wonderful institute that is really one of the I would say one of the premier institutes that works on traditional music and dance in the world. And they've been around for for many, many years. And this festival has been around. This is the 26th edition of the festival. Um, We've been to this festival once before in 2007. And in 2007, we brought three groups from Kelantan also. We brought the Wayankulit and the Ma'eong and the Menorah. So that was actually a a huge project to bring about 30 people to Paris at that time. Um, it, the situation was slightly different in that at that time, I think the world economy was a lot better. Okay. <laughs> we can talk about the challenges later. Sure. But also it was pre-COVID. And of course, mm-hmm. now everything after COVID is just a lot more challenging. But it's very exciting. And I'm I'm happy that they came back to us after all these years to say we would really like to stage something else from Kelantan. And, and the mind putri, which is something so rare, actually, to see. On the global stage, I'm uh, so this is the tradition that we suggested to them. Okay, wonderful. And you know, for our listeners who are listening, uh, who might not mm. be familiar with Mind Putri, maybe we can just I yeah. know I always make you do this, but a quick one on one on Mind Putri. Yes, um, the Mind Putri is a musical and theatrical healing tradition um, mm. that is native to Kelantan, and you, you also find it in, uh, in parts of southern Patani, it's also uh, practiced in southern Thailand. But it is really a Kelantanese performance, yeah. And it is both a, a performance, as in music and dance and uh, poetic oral traditions are absolutely essential to this tradition. But at the same time, the purpose of the tradition is for healing. And the the kind of healing that happens, takes place in the mind, um, the main figure is a, called a Tokputri, who is like a shaman. Okay. And he is assisted by a Tokmindo, who is like his kind of, it's like a spirit interrogator in a way. Yeah. Now, it's, it's one of the forms that has been very misunderstood. Um, in fact, it's one of the forms that has, was came under pressure and also restrictions um, from the past state government since the 1990s. However, it is also still quite actively practiced in Kelantan because there's still a need for it. And... Um, the kind of illness, okay, that uh, 
that the mind protrude treats is really there are forms of illness like emotional uh, illness and depression those kinds of um, wow. kind of illnesses and imbalance within the body of of something that they call angin which is in the Kalantanese worldview it is not just it's not wind not the external wind in, in the environment but it is the inner winds that flow within a human being that make up the the essential character of a human being so in fact um, the mind poetry and the related understanding of angin is a very very deep form of psychotherapy mm. yeah and it's a very powerful thing to watch um the Top putris, the figure of the top putris are very charismatic. They're incredible um, performers, but they are also, they have this kind of incredibly sublime power to to channel and to move um, the emotions of the, both the patient and the audience. Amazing. And that, yeah. And the thing about my putri that's so captivating is that it's a form of healing, but the form of healing or what it evokes in a patient is actually a kind of, the movement of the onion so that you come back into a state of coming back to yourself and you come back to remembering who you are, your essential self. And so it's really emotional release in many ways. Um, I have actually seen most that most of the patients are women, which is a really interesting aspect oh, for me okay. because I think it's one of traditionally, it's one of those spaces in traditional Klantani society where a space was created for the release of all kinds of tensions and social, you know, the, all the things that you experience in, in everyday life that don't have an outlet for release. And this space has been created that the patient is encouraged to express themselves and encouraged to express, express not in just, in, not in words, but through movement, through dance, through music. So at the peak of a Maiputri performance, the patient will be encouraged to get up and depending on the onion of the patient, depending on the nature or the character and the, the desire of the patient, the top tree usually encourages and even coaxes and cajoles the patient to come up and jogge or dance or silat or just and the that physical expression combined with the mesmerizing music and the incredible oral poetry that's happening, this incredible sensory experience, mm -hmm. all of that brings about a state of healing and release. Just here, yeah, sorry, yeah. carry on, carry on. So it's an incredibly profound uh, and incredibly uh, moving experience, actually. I mean, just listening to you uh, describe it, and I've heard you describe mm -hmm. it many times, but, you know, it never mm -hmm. ceases to amaze me, but I can't even imagine yeah. what it's like being in the midst of that and witnessing that, yeah. right? That's something else, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, and we're bringing, um, so for Paris, of course, we're not doing a traditional healing ritual as in, you know, an all-night ritual with a patient. Okay? Yeah. That we can't actually do that. So yeah. what we are doing is um, we are presenting, the way we curated it, we're presenting three top trees instead of one. Usually, usually in a traditional performance, there might be, there's usually one or two, but I'm bringing three of the most well-known top trees of Klantan. And... The purpose of that is to really also show the, the French audience the different styles of shamanism, the different styles of tottaris that are that exist in practice in Kalantan. All three of them are very intense, but have very different styles. Mm. Mm. 
Okay, and uh, those three uh, that I mentioned, uh, yes. yeah, that, and they're very. I mean, they're, I think they've been. Have they been doing this pretty much their whole lives? Yes, for many many years. Um, one of them is very young, actually, who we call Dinputri. Mm-hmm. Um, he is the youngest. He's about forty, okay. which is quite rare for a Dinputri to be that young and that accomplished as well. The the other two are slightly older. Papa Jadok is uh, is the eldest, and really, I think he's one of the. I think the most iconic. Thotputris, who's practicing in Kelantan, <laughs> his movements are just incredible. They're kind of feline and snake-like at the same time, okay. and other otherworldly, <laughs> incredible uh, movement. And and Potju, who will be doing the opening book at Bangong, is this incredibly intense character. So we have we have a really wonderful combination. And you know, alongside them, of course, will be the they're very uh, young oh. Kelantanese musicians, right? Yes, we have seven musicians, all um, incredibly incredibly gifted and actually incredibly accomplished in their own right. They are most of them are the um are the anapwa, meaning the like the students or the um of another wonderful uh, performer who we work with very closely who is Potsu Agil. Uh he's known as the Raja Gundang Kelantan because he is just one of the the most accomplished masters of Kelantanese music. And most of the young musicians are coming up from his group and then also another group, uh, the Anak Limbat group. We have a wonderful riba player, uh, Kimi Limbat, and also, yeah, it's it's going to be exciting. Um, they're all when doing the rehearsal yesterday. I mean, I've seen them so many times, but I think they're such accomplished musicians. Everything was so tight. Everything was so powerful. They don't really need much practice, to be honest. <laughs> so yeah, I think the I'm excited. I'm really excited to actually bring this this incredibly um, intense and exhilarating experience to the French stage. And, you know, as you mentioned, you know, this is not the first time Pusaka, you know, taking such performances to the global stage, right? But I can imagine that, you know, managing something like this is not easy. Uh, You know, I'm just curious, you know, what actually... (laughs) It's incredibly stressful. What actually goes into managing, you know, uh, an event like this, you know, organising an event like this, you know, um, you know, what sort of support do you have and what sort of support do you actually need for, you know, to take something like this to the global stage? Well, it's actually very difficult. Um, It's really as glamorous as it sounds and seems. I mean, Paris is wonderful, of course. Um, but the festival is incredible. But the work it takes to actually get there is has been really intense. I've been almost doing nothing but this for the last six months. Oh, wow. And, yeah, it's been so... Um, it's taken a lot out of me, actually. But it will all be worth it. So the main thing, actually, for, it depends on the on the different festivals and um, and various situations of certain countries as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, when we go to Singapore, usually it's very easy because the Singaporean economy is very good. <laughs> and so, and also, usually everything is um, settled in terms of finance. Sure. So with Singapore, it's always been a very easy experience. So we actually, we just came back. I just came back from Singapore bringing the Pat Romli Mahamud, our wonderful Awang Batil from Perlis, who's a, this wonderful storyteller. We just came back from the Pesta Raya, uh, mm. presenting from there. Yeah, so and, and it was a really easy experience. Um, we've been there several times before with the Mayong and also the Kompangjido of uh, of Johor. But with the with this festival, and this was the situation also in two thousand seven when we brought them there. It was that um, this festival, because of their own structures of funding, they don't cover actually the um, the costs of international travel. I and see. In, 
Yeah, so actually that has to be raised from here. But in 2007, even though I was bringing 30 people, three groups, mm. it was easier in those global and also national circumstances to raise that sponsorship. Because at that time, Mars had direct flights to Paris. Mars actually sponsored about 10 tickets. And also the Ministry of Culture at that time had a much larger budget than it does now. For these, inter it even had a budget for international uh, projects, and so we were able to get enough to cover the cost of the flights, um, and then all the costs in Paris are covered by the festival. So this time round, it was just, of course, the first people I went to see were the Ministry of Culture, and they have been very supportive in all aspects. They've been extremely supportive. Um, it's just that they don't have a budget for international projects this year, and and I think that is I. I can understand that it's post COVID, it's post elections and everything. Everything is, yeah. everyone's budget has been cut, I think. Not just the government, but even corporates have been really conservative with, uh, with finance. And, and so it's been so challenging to raise sponsorship, uh, both, from, both from the government and the private sector, actually. Fortunately, we have managed to get just enough to make it there, but we're still actually in negotiations for oh, some no. contributions. <laughs> no, really, it's kind of, we've just had to kind of, okay, we're going, we've decided to go, we've committed to this, we have to go, there's no way we're not going. Mm -hmm. And so there's still things that are being sorted out finance-wise, but in any case, I hope everything works out, but we're still going there. We've had to also raise just in individual contributions, to be honest, because, because in the end, that's what we had to fall back on. I'm really sorry to hear that, Pauline, because, you know, we always talk about, oh, yes, look at us on the global stage, you know, doing all yes. of this. But, you know, yes. getting us there, we're not thinking about those things. And, no, you know, and, and actually, Juliet, you know, it's not something like this doesn't cost all that much. It mm -hmm. really doesn't. I think I don't think it's a matter of absolutely not having money. Mm -hmm. I, think, I think there is there are funds out there. I just, just don't think that culture, especially traditional culture, yeah. is a priority for anyone. And I think it's slightly, I don't know, too esoteric, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Perhaps it's too esoteric. But at the same time, I do see that there's a lot of, you know, we do we talk about cultural heritage so much. But yet, yet we don't always translate that into real support for, for cultural heritage. And for me, this is a real shame because as much as, I mean, Malaysians, look at look at so the, what we did at the Cannes Film Festival. This, we... Yes, the the wonderful film that just that won the tiger stripes. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, tiger stripes. I think things like that. that Malaysians are creating wonderful things, whether it's in the contemporary arts um, and creative field or in the traditional arts. We really do have incredible people out there who are who are practicing their art, and they just don't get enough support, usually to begin with, to start with at the foundation stage. And I mean, this is. Pusaka is no more at a foundation stage. We've been working at this for at least 20 years. Yeah. But still, it's a struggle. You know, it's still a struggle to convince um, people. There's also many people who are convinced but just don't have the capacity to support in the way that we need them to. But, you know, I wish that there was, um, perhaps there's not enough awareness. Perhaps we need to do a little more, bit more of an outreach as well to educate people and to really get them in touch with these traditions. Yeah, I think that's that's our next phase of, of work and challenge, I think, is to to get more people on board who really can commit to supporting 
our cultural heritage in meaningful ways. And you know, from all the experiences, all the all the mm. all the global sort of uh, performances that you know you've you've helped organize, right? I mean, there are so many ben- benefits, right? Tangible, intangible oh, as well. I mean, right. maybe you know, right. in in terms of you know that outreach, you know, maybe you can share some of you know some of the wonderful mm. positives that came out of all of these. Well, you know, the 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 impact that really um, there's there are transformations that happen. Okay, so the. Some of them, whether they are masters, really accomplished masters, like, for example, the, the Manora dancer who we brought to Paris in 2007 was the great Paetrom, who is one of the legendary Manora dancers of Kelantan. He's already passed away. Um, but for him, it was just incredible to see that kind of, not just recognition, of course, he was recognized in that sense, but the Manora tradition of Kelantan is also not that well known outside of Malaysia or, or and outside of the of Southeast Asia. And so it was quite an obscure tradition in the larger global sense. Um, and because it's Southern Thai in origin, usually when people think of, of Siamese culture, they would think of the, the Khon, or if they do think of the Manora, they would think of the Nora from Thailand. Mm. And so to have actually on the stage the Kalantanese Manora, which is quite distinctive, and to have this really legendary performer on stage commanding his audience and he really did he, the audience was absolutely mesmerized by him <laughs> that was really a moment of of incredible accomplishment and incredible uh, inspiration because i think everyone there including the cat juliet there was a cat in the theater he performed <laughs> three nights and there was a cat in the theater that refused to move oh, so wow. it came on the first night and it just didn't leave the stage even after the performance had uh had ended, the cat <laughs> lay on the stage and they had to come and feed the cat there and everything. It was completely um that persona. You know? Oh my goodness. Yes. And then and then the young ones, okay, because we brought also along with Baitron, we brought his uh, his daughter and his son, um, who were also Nora dancers. So of course for them it was an incredible experience to to be on this kind of big stage. Um, the, another example is when we brought our Wayang Kulit group from Machang, mm. who are mostly young people. We brought them for a four-week tour of uh, the United States. And this was with a wonderful organization called uh, Arts Midwest. Mm-hmm. They had a tour called the Caravan Sarai. And that was an incredible experience. Really, the audiences were mesmerized. But I think the transformation that happened with the young performers was incredible. Some of them it really opened them up to the world and it opened them up in a way that, you know, they're very, I've seen them, their minds have opened, they've become a lot more maybe dynamic and confident about themselves, confident about their traditions. Um, they interacted so beautifully with the with the kids that they met there. It was really a wonderful experience. And and they're also, they've become, in not just Wayang Kulit musicians, in their other free time, they have an indie band. <laughs> they sing in English. It's incredible. It. Yeah. <laughs> so they really, I think there are so many, so many benefits to this. And then, of course, for in, I mean, I'm not this kind of, you know, national culture type person, but, but on a national sense, then also there are incredible benefits. People do really then start to understand the complexity of Malaysia. Because Malaysia is incredibly complex and and our culture, especially our traditional culture, really shows this without having to spell it out. They yes. are all incredibly complex uh, traditions. And then just getting to know those traditions, you actually realize how intricate and how complex 
and how sometimes bewildering um, Malaysia actually is. And it's that's a wonderful thing. Pauline, I, I do hope, you know, that, you know, more support uh, comes your way. I mean, not just for this, you know, but for future, uh, you know, now yes. that the borders are open again, you know, everybody is is travelling and, you know, bringing things. Mm. I do hope, you know, more support comes Pusaka's way. But this performance, mm. you know, is happening uh, just next week. Uh, yes. you, will we be able to, um, I don't know, will there be a video of it after or anything like that? that we might Well, need? actually, yes, because we are bringing our documentation team along. Lovely, okay. And so we will be filming not only the performance, but even the journey there. Um, so we will, be, we will be putting out a short film about the entire experience and including the performance. Okay, all right. So I guess, yeah. you know, the place to head to, of course, would be uh, Pusaka's uh, social media channels or, or the website? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes, absolutely. I will announce all of that once once uh, they're ready to be to be viewed. Okay, all right. Well, Pauline, thank you so much, you know, for thank joining. Thank you so much, Julia. No, you're absolutely uh, welcome. And uh, yes, of course, you know, if anybody would like to get in, cha- uh, in touch, of course, just uh, yes. look for you, right? At, uh, just yes. search for Pusaka. Yes, yes. And you can just, you can actually email us at uh, info at pusaka, P-U-S-A-K-A dot O-R-G. Okay, so that's info at pusaka.org if you'd like to get in touch with Pauline and the team. Uh, and of course, if you'd like to find out more, the website to head to is pusaka.org or follow them on all their social media channels. My yeah. thanks again to, and you know, best of luck, you know, uh, I can't oh, say that. Break you. a leg, right? I have to say break <laughs> a leg. <laughs> you know, safe travels. And uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing, uh, to hearing more about your travels when you come back. Um, I was speaking to Pauline Fan, the creative director of Pusaka. We were talking about how Mind Putri of Plantan is going to be performed at a festival that I can't pronounce. Pauline, please do it for me. Festival de la Maginaire. That's the one. Uh, over in France. If you miss any part of our conversation today, you can always search for the podcast at bfm.my slash learn. You can also find it on the BFM app. This has been Live and Learn on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.